0: hello and welcome to fucking reality queens i'm amelia and i'm sarah and today we are i guess bringing our recaps to a close
1: yes our first season down and out
0: (laughs) yay yay
1: one season behind us
0: yes i figured one more coming our new one coming yeah because i i figure you know there's been a slow up of the reality shows with the holidays. Very much so. Perfect time to end season one. I agree. And get ourselves adjusted and ready for a uh, season two to come. When first week of January, I think.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We'll just take a break through the holidays as far as doing a recap show. We're still going to have our yeah. other podcast alive and well and got some changes going on there to come hopefully next week but yeah i don't want to say anything until it happens because i don't like saying stuff and then it not happening and jinxing ourselves
0: yeah no but, jinxing.
1: yeah looks like we've got a little, a few changes coming uh for next week we're not stopping podcasting for the season we are just stopping the recaps for a couple of weeks yep and we're gonna start back up with those in january and next week we've got some new exciting stuff coming down the pike yeah Woo, woo. go us go us so rather than doing a recap show today what do you think we're going to do Amelia you want to I
0: think them? that maybe um, we should do a true crimes I agree I think um, we definitely need to um, do a full disclosure that this will be a triggering one it is a topic that is oh. It's a hard one. It's a hard one. Yeah. It has to do with children and rape and murder and cannibalism and yeah. I feel like it's one of these
1: stories that either you've never heard of or if you've heard of, you dive into and like you can't stop and you know everything about it. Yeah. But even though we, you and I have done quite a bit of research, we've actually listened to other podcasters cover the same story. It is always interesting to get different people's takes on it and yeah. see which items like hit them the hardest. And um, or maybe they picked up a little piece of yeah. information that we had missed or, you know, vice versa. So I think yeah. this is going to be a good one to cover. But I, I agree, it definitely does need a trigger warning ahead of yeah of, uh, getting into so it. So
0: if you don't want to listen, um, if you're very sensitive about these things, by all means, we understand. Mm-hmm. Um, we will have you join us on one of our next podcasts. Yep. Um, if you are somebody who does like to listen to true crimes, because these voices need to be heard. Right. We are, you know, us that speak the stories and tell the stories, we are the voices for the victims. Right, that's and, it. And um, we allow them to never be forgotten. Keeping their names and memories alive. Yep. So, you know, join us, sit back, grab a drink, relax, and here we go. So the person we're covering tonight is Albert Fish. And this story goes so, so far back. Um, Albert Fish was actually really named Hamilton Howard Albert Fish. And he was born in eighteen May nineteen eighteen seventy. Yeah, May nineteenth, eighteen seventy. Yeah. And so that's how far back this is. This so this kind of evil oh God we know there's evil in this world but sometimes it's like crazy how far back it can be documented right so you know this is the 1800s and just how deep it can go like- yes yes exactly so you know his crime span, though itself his true documented crime span that they were at least able to um, get proof of spanned from 1924 to 1932. yeah but um, oh my goodness I just don't even this man was so horrific he had so many nicknames he was the boogeyman the gray man he was called the werewolf of wisteria he was also called the moon maniac you know there were so many nicknames for him he was just he was like the epitome of evil absolute evil I just, uh, hmm. yeah, I don't even know where all to begin. I guess we could start off with the fact that when he was a small child, he was born to, um, his parents were like quite a bit age difference when his father, how old was his father? I'm trying to think when he was, when he in his seventies? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. I think he was 17, 70, I okay. believe. Okay. And wasn't his mom like in 41 or something like that when when he was born? Yeah.
1: She was an older mom as well, but not nearly as old as the dad. I'm pretty sure she was 40 or 41.
0: Yes. And if I remember correctly, his dad died when he was only five years old. yes Yep. And so him and his siblings ended up having to go live in an orphanage because his mother could not financially care for them. Right. And, and it
1: wasn't like she gave them up for adoption. No. And she just needed someone to care for them for a while until she could, you know, get back on her feet.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. And I'm trying to think, was it St. Joe's? Wasn't that the name of the orphanage? St. Joseph? Right. Mm-hmm. sounds Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm trying to remember what state was it. I want to say it was in new york was it in new york Mm.
1: you know what i can't say for sure
0: i thought it was like minnesota or something like that
1: i'm not sure i know manhattan comes to mind a lot just from different things that uh i've heard and read but i don't know that manhattan's where they were living when he went to the orphanage i couldn't tell you
0: okay well all I know. i just know
1: that he did and the things that happened there and formed him for the rest of his life are unfathomable. I think that was
0: like the birth of the serial killer. Yeah. Right there. Yeah. So at five years old, he went into this orphanage, and the most horrific things happened to children in orphanages back then. The nuns would beat these children Mm -hmm. constantly. They would starve them. They would lock them in closets. They um, would do things to humiliate and degrade these children. Yeah, he, yeah, God. Um There were stories of you know babies being hit, their heads hit on tables uh-huh. to shut them up when shut they them were up. crying. Yep. yep. You know, what was it that um, other podcast that we we were listening to that was talking about this? similar topic Mm -hmm. and was discussing about how one child one little Mm -hmm. um, child in the orphanage was walking with one of the nuns and had looked up and witnessed a small child being thrown out of a second story window to their death yeah and when that child said something to the nun the nun pulled her aside by her ear and told her that you know you have naughty little stories to tell yeah you have a wild imagination wild imagination mm-hmm. and all yep. of that and that child got punished and it's like nope i witnessed you <laughs> right. so am i tossing it's
1: terrible because you know you're supposed to think of nuns and those things as being the pillar of the earth you know the, yes the safe space the most caring the most loving and this is not the case this is not no not
0: the truth they were like the boogeyman they they were like oh right they have a special place in hell yeah and me being somebody who was raised catholic me too it like blows my mind i went to parochial schools growing mm-hmm. up none of the sisters were ever that way i don't not remember that I saw them. Yeah. them ever being evil like some of them were crotchety right but I don't ever remember any of them being abusive. Not that type of evil. No, but apparently they were quite evil back then. So little um, Albert, which he, by the way, he ended up going by the name Albert because he didn't like that his siblings were calling him eggs and bacon or mm-hmm. eggs and ham, ha- because, ham and eggs. Yeah, because of the Hamlin, Hamilton Hamilton name, mm-hmm. and so he just started calling himself Albert after. One of his late little baby brothers who had passed away was named Albert, and so he took up the name Albert. Which, if anyone out
1: there, you listen to this story and have done your own research or decide to do your own research, the name Albert is used over and over. I mean, there are so many Alberts in the line of this man. This man's life. uh, It gets very, very confusing. Albert, this Albert, that Albert, so many Alberts.
0: And it almost becomes a little disturbing. Yeah. But while he was in the orphanage, um, he was being beaten. And he came to discover that he liked it.
1: Yeah, he liked the pain. As a
0: little kid, he mm-hmm. um, found enjoyment. And it kind of, he even said, it awoken. Uh-huh.
1: Awoken. that word just... Went all through me. when yeah. I heard that, you know, report that that's, you know, what yeah, he had said. Yeah, he said
0: it awoke a desire in him that he craved to be hurt like that and to hurt like that. And as a child, I mean, that mm-hmm. is. That's where I say it was like uh, it created a serial killer.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: So, I mean, they would like beat him. They would, they would take straps to him until his back bled and mm-hmm. he came to enjoy it. he also was having um sexual intercourse right with other little boys mm-hmm. and older little boys so he was being sexually assaulted at first and then he was sexually assaulting right in the orphanage and he was there so i've heard a conflict in age in between somebody one person says nine years old is when his his mother had landed the job with the government and was able to come back and get him yeah. siblings Or between somewhere nine and else ten. said like 10 or 11. yeah so that's still pretty young it, but, yeah it is but yet this was already triggered in him mm-hmm. you know you had mentioned
1: something um at one point when we were discussing this, that has really stuck with me. Let's say he had never had that experience of being beaten. He was always raised in a loving environment, had never been, you know, treated that way, never spanked. I wonder if he if, never right.
0: yeah. would have ended up doing these horrific things. Yeah.
1: I wonder if he because would have just word, not figured awoke. it out.
0: Yeah. Because he was a woke. hmm Yeah. Yeah it really makes you wonder it makes you wonder what lies beneath mm-hmm. that people may not know is in a person right. that is is literally woken up that's why mm-hmm. i said it's a birth of a serial yeah. killer i really don't think some people that's why i think some people that you'll hear like serial killers that come from a really good family and mm-hmm. they're like we don't understand why right. they did not grow up this way. Well, you know that person may not have been that way, but then they could have went something through something traumatic mm-hmm. and then it woke up something crazy in right. them. I don't know. Well, cuz let's let's this hypothetically. Thoughts.
1: You know, we all have thoughts of things that are dark at some point you know whether you're mad in <laughs> mad in traffic or whatever you're like oh i could just
0: run, run you over with my off. car you know yeah. or whatever things
1: that we would never act on of course
0: yeah but whether maybe it's, it's there's people things having out dark there. feelings about themselves like yeah. you know i'm unhappy and i really i could just you know drive my car into this tree mm-hmm. or whatever yeah people can have dark thoughts yeah yeah it's crazy. All Just I never know, is, know what's going to be the trigger to bring yeah. him alive. So he he left the orphanage and went with his mother, and he craved to have that that attention. Mm-hmm. And so he started lurking around bathhouses, yeah, and peeking in to watch other young boys change clothing mm-hmm. and watch other young men. And he and he started having sex and prostituting, right, as a young boy. Yep, at these at these bathhouses, everything was with men. Yeah, none of them were with or boys. None of them were with girls. Not for a very long you know, time. Not not sexually there. You know those younger years, right, and stuff. So. You know, he, oh, blah, blah, blah. he's just so disgusting. I just don't even, you know, this went on and on and on. And his mother became very concerned mm-hmm. with his behavior. So what his mom did was ended up making an arrangement mm-hmm. for him to meet a young girl. And he ended up marrying her and proceeded to have six children. Six. Six. Yes. That's so crazy. Six kids. He had, let's see here, there was Gertrude, Ann, Henry, Eugene, John, and Albert Jr. Albert Jr., yeah. There's the Albert. <coughs> yeah, he ended up having, which apparently he, according to the children, in interviews with his children, his children said that he was a very loving father. Yeah. They was very kind. Yep. He was never mean. He was very loving and supportive but lo and behold he wasn't he Which was you all are man. about to find out <laughs> about because we're getting ready to start diving in here in a few minutes to some of the horrific acts that he did um some of the atrocities the crimes he committed but you know at first he <sighs> He did things at first to himself rather than going out in the world and doing, you know, the the prostituting and yeah. the raping because he was raping young boys mm-hmm. and stuff back then. There's that about him. I think one of the uh, stories
1: on that note that got me the most was he had come across this 19-year-old man named uh, Thomas... I think it's Kedden, Kedden, it's K-E-D-D-E-N. Anyway, he raped this boy, tortured him for a period of over two weeks, then eventually cut off half of the guy's penis, covered it in Vaseline, wrapped it up, and then gave him $10, kissed him, and sent him on his way.
0: Oh, it wasn't just that. He poured freaking peroxide yes. over it before yeah. he even put uh, the Vaseline, vaseline. And then that dirty rag. Yeah. Yeah, I remember hearing about Ugh. that part of the story. Oh, my God. He raped him yep. and and beat him. For how long was For it? For over 300? two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah. Yeah, and it was, yep. like, out in a barn. So, like, he, I, he had, like, every intention on killing him. And he was going to cut him up and eat him. Yep. But he was worried that he wouldn't get the body home in time before the meat spoiled. Can you imagine... I mean, because like he would eat raw meat and feed his kids raw meat, ugh, just God. to get that sensation. Mm-mm. Because that was one of his favorite things to do was to cook up and, and kill, cook up ugh. his victims. God. Mm. Do you know that um, the, from the movie Silence of the Lambs? Yeah. The character Hannibal Lecter mm-hmm. was actually created. From him, really?
1: Yes, I did. Not I did know read that. that. Wow. I read up
0: about that. That that character is based off of him. That's why there's a whole thing with the whole cooked it up with. Okay, you know, okay.
1: okay, makes sense. You know, Humpty and
0: Father Beans. Yep, oh, gosh. that was him. It was based off of him. That character Hannibal Lecter was based off of um, Albert Fish. That is so, so crazy. Who else? Let's see here. So. Let's see. Okay, you, and it, the kids. The guy's name was Caden. Caden. Yeah. Caden. Thomas Caden. Caden. There also he tried to abduct that one little girl. Yes. Um. Wouldn't it Beatrice? Beatrice. 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 Yeah. Keel. Keel. And she was out playing in her yard when. He came up to her and was—he had a way of talking with children, mm-hmm. yeah—and was trying to talk her into going and looking for rhubarb. Yep. And he literally had her convinced to go with him and had her hand in hand and was going to walk off when her freaking mother saw from the window and went out and chased him with a damn broom. Yeah.
1: Thank God. beating
0: on him. I'm sure he enjoyed that. I'm sure he did. I'm sure the whole thrill of that was like,
1: okay, well. I didn't get this one. I'll find another one. At least I got a little. little little beating. beating.
0: Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, and then he proceeded to come back and climb up into their barn and was trying to sleep there that night because he was was casing. But the dad who was on high alert, Mm -hmm. you know, Hans was his was the dad's name, I think was Hans or something like that. Anyway, he found him in the barn and proceeded to beat the shit out of him and chase him off. Thank God. <laughs> and stuff. Yeah, no shit. Which,
1: I mean, he still ends up coming back a few days later and finding another child, but at least, you know, that father was able to save his his own family. Yeah. At that
0: moment. It was very lucky, very, very lucky, because she was seriously about to become one of the victims. Yeah. You know, one of the sad ones to me was little Francis McDonald. Yeah. He was nine years old, and, you know, he strung him up from a tree after he had raped and mutilated him mm. and stuff. But is he the one that uh, the Boy Scouts found? Um, In the woods? Yeah. I don't know if he was the one that was found in the woods or if it was... He may have been the one that was found. In I think the woods. he was. I think he was because the other little boy that we're going to
1: discuss, I don't think his body has ever been found.
0: Yeah, it was, and I, I have the information as to how he died. Okay, <laughs> you'll have to tell me because
1: everything I've read, the the mother is still like
0: holding out hope that this little boy is going to come home. No, so- no, no, no. So the other little boy, let me. Get the paper here okay the little Mm four-year-old yeah um yeah and i did find where they did find him and he was found in a warehouse Mm. so he was tied up he tied him up and he beat him he drank his blood oh my god and then he proceeded To cut him up and he made him into a stew. That's why his body was never found. Okay. All of his body. They did find a part of his body, but his whole body was never found. And it's because he had ate the child. (sighs) He had literally drained him of all of his blood and he drank it. And then, yeah. Mm. made a stew out of him That is was awful sat down and ate him i know that little boy's
1: mother um billy gaffney is the little boy's name i know that she continued to like set a place setting for him at the holidays and yes. just did never never wanted to give up hope that this little boy was coming home yes. and i know at one point uh there was a report that they thought they had seen little billy gaffney like in i think it was yeah. in montana or somewhere like that and so they went and although the the little boy looked like him it wasn't him so you know the family at one point thought they were going to get him back and weren't able to get him back i mean just the hell no they that these families went through
0: they later found part of him his um remains at the house oh god yeah uh, yeah, so that's how they were able to. But the thing is, is he still was not convicted of it. Right. They only convicted him of one of the murders. Yeah, which is crazy. Which is, it blows my mind. So there's poor little, yeah, Billy Gaffney. Yep. He was only four years four old. Four years old. I mean, just a child. Just a, I mean, just a,
1: a baby. A like toddler. Like a baby. He's just A baby. A baby. How do you take a baby and torture them that way? I I just, oh my gosh, it's a whole level of evil that I
0: have a hard time even wrapping my head around. I don't know. I don't know. That Francis, Francis McDonald was the nine-year-old boy that, yeah, was hung in the tree. I think he's the one that was out playing with his brothers. Yeah. Yes, and was playing with the ball. Yeah. And um, the mom had saw... The mm-hmm. old man, yep, walking up and down the street, wringing his hands, and she thought that he looked just so odd. And she went out to come, you know, confront, confront him, him, and yeah. he had just walked off. Yep. and then she went back into the house, and the boys were outside playing Francis and his other brothers. And they went, the old man, you know, good old Albert, went and approached the boys and were talking to them. And then the little boys started. The bigger brothers started playing again and not paying attention. Mm-hmm. And then they realized, oh, where did Francisco? little Francis go? And by then, you know, he was gone. He was gone. Yeah. And there was that one person who had spotted one of the neighbors, wasn't it, that had spotted? Yeah. Francis going into the neighbor into the woods, cutting into the woods right. with the the old gray-haired man Mm -hmm. and um they didn't think anything of it because they just thought oh because there's a park right right through the woods yeah and so they thought thought it was was maybe a family member yeah, a granddad you know somebody
1: taking taking the kid to the park the uh ringing of the hands is something that you hear kind of over and over again with this story too apparently there was something with the way that he moved his hands that struck people yeah. And made them, you know, notice him, pay attention to him. But unfortunately, not enough attention to him to go, eh, maybe we need to follow this guy. I <laughs> wonder know? if
0: he was sitting there wringing his hands going, should I do it? Should I not do it? Right. Yeah. Maybe I should. Maybe I shouldn't. Is he
1: ringing them in contemplation? Is he wringing them in, uh, with an excitement? Is he wringing yeah. them with anxiety? With, yeah. Like,
0: anxiety or was it anticipation? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 He's just a sick mother effer, but all I know is that, And see, that's just it. I don't understand because I get conflicting stories. So you hear, and you know what? You hear that the Boy Scout kid stumbled across him. Well, no, they sent them out looking specifically. Yeah, but the stories I hear and the research that I found, he was hung in a tree. See, and I didn't know anything about a tree. After being sexually assaulted, interesting. Yeah,
1: interesting. And I mean, I don't know that he wasn't found in a tree. I just know that it was by Boy Scouts.
0: Maybe they used the word "stumble across" as in just they came across. Yeah, and it wasn't like literally stumble across. Right. That's what popped in my head. Was like they (laughs) tripped over him. No, 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 (laughs) no. Uh, so that's that's one of my thoughts that you know, is to what happened is like they just you know came across him. It's just so sad.
1: It's so it is really sad. sad. Okay, I know um, shortly before the uh, final abduction that we're going to discuss, the one that is the most famous of all of these, uh, there was a, a period where he was molesting a boy by the name of Cyril Quinn. And Quinn and his friend were playing ball out on a sidewalk when Fish asked him if they wanted if they had eaten lunch. And when the little boy said they hadn't eaten lunch, he takes him into their his apartment to make him some sandwiches. And while the two little boys were wrestling on Fish's bed, they dislodged the mattress. And when they did, underneath it was a knife, a small handsaw, a meat cleaver... And the little boys got scared and ran out of the apartment. Well, these particular items were very specific tools that Fish would use, and he called them his implements of hell. And oh, my God. That, oh God That's I, crazy. I, it is crazy. And it's hard for me to even put into words how that makes me feel. I mean, he was so calculated in all of this. These aren't crimes of passion. These aren't, you know, just... No although they're random acts they're not random acts these are things that he had thought out he had fantasized he had a whole system in his mind of how he was going to do it and even named the tools that he was going to use God. to torture these babies it, it it's un, it's unbelievable I mean, it's really, this world really is unbelievable sick.
0: it was sick then it's sick now yeah yeah it is so damn sick well I'd like to go ahead and, you know, touch on the most famous story that, you know, he's most famous for and is ultimately the one thing that finally landed his ass in prison and getting him convicted. And that was the story of sweet little Grace Bud. Yeah. Um, what started off as... He first was, like, approached Grace's big brother Mm -hmm. and was interested in him. He didn't even know anything about Grace. Right, yeah. And um, so he, you know, was coming and swooping in as the savior to this young man and, you know, his family. He met the family and, you know, they were a very parvished family, very poor and he was offering all this work and all this help. Yeah, he would put classified ads out. Yeah. And, you know,
1: young man looking for work, you know, we'll come in and work your farm or whatever. And that was yeah. the way he made it in with a lot of these people. Yeah. You know, he they were bringing him into their homes, trusting him. Yeah. And then he would he, do these things.
0: Yeah. He... Um, And he did, and he hooked up with this family, and they just thought he was just the best thing ever, and they invited him over for dinner, and there he is, lo and behold, comes to sit down at the table, and there at the end of the table is sweet little Grace. And I saw where he had wrote about how, because he wrote his own little memoirs Mm -hmm. and stuff, and he was enamored with her and from that second on he had no interest in the brother anymore right and all he could think about was grace yeah he just wanted grace and it wasn't just that he wanted her he wanted to taste grace yeah like he was dreaming about eating her and so
1: i think it's also uh good to mention that he went by several different aliases and in this particular story. He wasn't albert fish no he was frank howard
0: yeah yeah that was the
1: name he chose to go by
0: yeah oh that's crazy because i know a person by that same name in <laughs> real life that legit is their <laughs> their first and last name <laughs> but um he yeah so he, he befriended this family and especially so he could get close even he, even more befriended you know he was like doing more stuff because he just wanted to be around grace and then he, mm-hmm. he just couldn't take it anymore he had to have her and so he went over there that one day and said oh hey my little niece is having a birthday party would it be okay if i take grace and i take did, her with sure they let her yeah, yeah I mean, look, nowadays you just never right oh no no now we know better because yeah. of people like him because of people like him yeah. and Little did that mother know that day that when she let little Grace get all dressed to go to that party that she was never gonna see her daughter again. Here's another Albert.
1: So the Grace's parents are Delia Flanagan uh-huh. and Albert Bud. Albert. Yeah. There
0: again. There's something with that whole name. I Albert. know, right? That's crazy. Well, I know that um, Albert took Grace back to his, his place. While um, they were killing time before the party and she was downstairs playing and he went up to the room. He got undressed, fully naked. And the reason why is because he was planning on killing her and he did not want to get one drop of her blood on his clothing. That is why he got naked. <laughs> he did not want to get blood on his clothing. Oh, my God. So he yelled for her from the window to come up. And so she, of course, is coming upstairs and he hid in the closet. And when she came in looking for him and he came out of the closet, she saw him naked and it terrified her. And that poor baby ran. She ran and he ran after her naked and tackled her (sighs) on the stairs. Oh, God. Tackled that baby on the stairs drug her upstairs, raped her, and murdered her. It's awful. God, sorry. <laughs> just, it gets
1: me. It really gets me. I just, trying to put myself in that the place of that little girl, it just, oh my God, I can't even imagine.
0: I know. I can't even imagine what she went through. And then he proceeded to take her downstairs, and he butchered her and cooked her like a roast Mm. you know
1: something that I heard in doing this research and it really made me kind of stop and pause someone else had said that they wondered if these letters and things that he wrote if these are things that he actually did to these victims or or if maybe he just thought about it yeah these are things he fantasized about doing and and doesn't matter either way. It's disgusting. Oh, it is. It absolutely is. But there's a part of me that wants to think that that's what it is. And that that level of evil is maybe not quite, you know, like it's maybe it's not quite as bad as we think it is.
0: No. Uh, I just have a feeling that he's just sick. Ugh. But he, you know, he did that. And then, you know, she never returned home. The family didn't know where she was. He went to her house, family's house. Mm-hmm. Was like, I don't know where she is. I brought her back. I dropped her off. Yeah, I dropped her off. I, I dropped her I left off. Her. I watched I her. her go up the sta- up the, the sidewalk. And I left. What do you mean she didn't come in? Right. You know? Yeah. And he swore that he would help find her and just all this and befriended this family and i'm gonna pray for you all Mm -hmm. and i'm gonna pray for safe the whole time knowing what he had done right yeah and then he just decided to get his jollies and he wrote that letter that quote unquote anonymous letter (laughs) that and you, did you read the letter? I read the letter. Yeah. It was a hard read. It was a very hard read. But what he put in there and the way he wrote it, like he, they weren't going to put two and two together. Right. Yeah. They're, they'll never know it's me. They'll, they'll never, never know, know it's know me. It's even me. though I put in there, you let me pick her up and take her to a party. Right. <laughs> <Duh>. <laughs> Maybe oh not God.
1: the smartest guy. No. There, Albert
0: but you know from what i understand and what i read you know the mother couldn't read it the those brother the son read it aloud yeah. to the family yeah and stuff and this is how he got arrested and convicted and um here's the crazy thing so you know he he had um he received the death sentence right and everything and this part I fucking love. I'm sorry. I love this. <laughs> this is a green mile moment, right? Because when they went to go fry his ass in the electric chair, the electric went fucking wonky. Uh-huh. And his ass did not fry right and you know why? It's because of all them damn needles in his scrotum. Yep and stuff redirected it and didn't direct it right so it didn't fry him right so he that just is what kept I call burning justice. and burning and burning <laughs> and burning you yep. know what's crazy is when some of the last things he, he said in some of his stuff was I don't understand what I didn't do anything wrong I don't know why I'm here this is literally Dude. yes you do and I was like and, yes you well do. and they tried
1: to to see you know if he was not competent to stand trial i mean you know when you're this fucked yeah. up they're like okay maybe he is so far off his rocker that he's not competent to stand trial that didn't last long they figured that shit out in a hurry no no, no he is knew he's what he perfectly was yeah he's perfectly competent he was, he was competent. perfectly sound yeah not of sound mind but perfectly sound mind you know
0: I wonder what happened with the children because something I forgot to bring up way back. Oh, yeah. yeah. Is the fact that um, his wife had ran off with one of their boarders. Mm hmm. And abandoned the children. Yeah. She just up and left him and the six
1: kids. Yeah. She did come back at one
0: point with her lover and tried getting them to let her stay there. (laughs) And he did let her stay. But she hid the lover up in the damn attic. And then he busted them. Yep. And kicked them out. And then they came back one day and ripped off everything.
1: Everything. Including the kids' mattresses. Like, they took it all. (laughs) They just
0: cleared out the house. That's a crazy-ass oh, shit. But you know,
1: it made me wonder, okay, so what kind of really upbringing did these did his kids have? You know, he didn't yeah. abuse them necessarily, but he did get them to flog him with a paddle with nails in it, if I remember correctly. Yeah. And it was just like, oh, you know, hit daddy with the, he
0: <laughs> this did, little game we're going to
1: play, you know. Um, but he never did anything to his kids. And that is, in itself, a little bit unbelievable. Like, the fact that he was able to turn it on and off. How did he look at these
0: other children and not think, I have kids like that? And not think, I know. That's why I don't understand. You know what? He did um, end up getting married a second time. Oh, yes. I forgot about that. To an Estella Wilcox. Yep it was a very short-lived marriage yeah they got married in 1930 and they got divorced in 1930 and i think didn't he get busted during then yeah yeah i believe so maybe that's what happened to the kids maybe they went with the with the ex-wife yeah maybe so maybe so. why did this woman marry him and and how did he pull that one off
1: I don't know. Well, I mean, he had so many aliases and this man was obviously good at uh, you know, changing who he is. You know, he's good at hiding who he is. Yeah. You know, I don't know.
0: I there's so much more to this case. I mean, honestly, everyone. we
1: could, we could take a week covering this. In, to cover
0: it. Yeah. I just wanted to do kind of like a condensed a little overview. Overview of it. Um and I when I started in on this podcast and wanted to start talking about him I have a lot more notes I have a lot more details but as I started speaking I really couldn't let it come out like literally my mind kept yeah, shutting down it Shuts down because I just it's hard to say the words Yeah, it is it really is it is hard to speak the words it is hard to speak of it um
1: because when you go to talk about it in any detail, it puts you in that place and it becomes very difficult.
0: It is a very difficult topic. I um, I just, I can't with childhood rape, with the things, with our society, with yeah. the things we have going on currently. Mm-hmm in lots of media, the social media, et cetera, um, that's going on with children. It just, all of it makes me so physically ill. It really takes, you know, me back
1: to this place, like the things that we've got going on right now in the news with where children are concerned, huge groups of children going missing. Uh, The whole, you know, thing with the designer, that, whole thing I'm even having a hard time even saying the name because I'm tired of giving it life yes um but you know there's that there's just all these things going on and you know we we think how horrific this is and you almost think of it as a one-off thing but I'm beginning to think that this is happening a lot more commonly than any of us know yeah and that's terrifying
0: it is very terrifying. Well, it just, all of it makes me so sick to my stomach. Made it very difficult. This was not as easy as I thought it was. Not that I thought it was going to be an easy one right. to talk about. Right. I just, I literally, as I hit the record button and started recording this podcast, I thought it would flow a lot easier for me. It's hard. Then it did. Yeah. And has been able to. And... I mean, I'm okay with the content that we are right now speaking of and what we are putting out, but it is not as juicy, right, as and as detailed as we thought. Detailed as is, I originally planned on putting out there, and it's just yeah, it's because not that we my heart can't do it. Right, I, I was gonna can't. say it's not
1: that we don't know what happened. So it's just it, hard to talk about.
0: It's, it's hard to talk about. So you know, if you're wanting to know more information, trust me, it's there. Yep. Google it. Yep. You can find There's out more. There's some other podcasts out there that
1: have got some really great information. Really great information.
0: I will tell you, you'll probably cry. Because yeah. I have shed many tears. Yeah. This man, I will tell you, has probably around 400 children were raped. That they're figuring. Hundred. Four 400 hundred children. And allegedly at least a hundred killed. But they can't document and they can't convict. They can't, you know, you know and 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 the ones that they were able to actually really put name names to mm-hmm. and associate him with. Yeah. They were only able to actually prosecute him for one. For one. Yeah. Which that in itself
1: is crazy to me. Like they know. They know that he did. He he said he did. He confessed to these things. Yep. but just the one. But I'm glad to know that the one that he did at was least enough to fry was his enough. ass. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. I'm glad that that sweet little Grace got her justice. But I really would have liked to see Francis McDonald, yeah, get his justice. Right, Billy Gaffney. Billy Gaffney get his justice. I would have liked to have seen Thomas Caden who even though did not end right. up dead yep. but was raped and mutilated and yep. a $10 bill given to him I, and I mean, a kiss that's just and said goodbye <sighs> to I wish he had been vindicated. Yeah. And yeah. Um, his his life mattered. Um, you know, I don't think bless poor little Patrice who escaped yeah, by the grace yeah, of God and her yeah, family, but oh nonetheless, you know damn good and well that that probably traumatized that child. Oh yeah. And you know that as things came across the newscast or the newspapers and stuff to later find out oh, that yeah. you were almost a victim of that, yep. you know that had to have been traumatizing. Of course. Of course. Yeah, I don't think that Skinning him
1: alive and dipping him in salt would have been enough of a torture for that man. I mean, drawn and quartered. You know, all of those things that we think of as being some of the worst types of execution.
0: What was the other little boys outside the apartment? That was Billy Gaffney. No, but the one... No, but you were talking about the other ones. Oh, the little boys that were playing? Yeah. Yeah.
1: What about them? What was their names? Uh, I know one of them was like it was Quinn, something Quinn, Cyril Quinn, and I don't know the other one. Yeah,
0: their little lives matter. I just I just want to mention them just because I just feel like they they matter, and you know, in all honesty, so does his six children. Oh yeah, who lost their innocence and their father I mean can you imagine finding out that your dad did all these things yeah because they were innocent children in this too you know and and they have their whole world crash yeah they thought of him as a good dad so So then you
1: find out not only did your dad you know murder some kids or molest some kids but the manner in which he did it to be so graphic to be so heinous so thought out i mean all of it i i don't know now, how those kids have gone on and had any kind of normalcy in life after finding out that information i just don't
0: who knows Ugh. well i will have to say that this has been a very depressing yeah <laughs> episode and now that i feel very sad i think that it's probably time to wrap this one up I agree. Let's close it out. Let's close it out. All right. You can follow
1: us on all social media. Visit us on Facebook at F-U-K-I-N-G, Reality Queens. We are Fucking Reality Queens on TikTok, Twitter, all the other social media platforms you can visit us on our website at www.fuckingrealityqueens.com f-u-c-k-i-n-g realityqueens.com you can send us an email at podcast at fuckingrealityqueens.com you can leave us a comment or question on our website on our contact us page and as always fucking reality queens is a whaley production and that's definitely a wrap